Welcome to this episode of the Connecting Faith to Life podcast. I'm Trey Rhodes, the Connections Pastor at Northwood Baptist Church here in North Charleston, South Carolina. In just a few moments, our lead pastor, Dr. Tommy Metter, will be joining the conversation as well. In our crazy and chaotic world, our hope is that these few minutes will help you stop and reflect on your relationship with Jesus as you learn to connect Christ-centered faith to your everyday life. You are now listening to episode 97 of the Connecting Faith to Life podcast, and we're still in a countdown mode to June the 8th because that's going to be 100 episodes. You know, that's almost two years. We'll be four short of two years. So that's kind of cool. Four short of two years. Two years of doing this. So we're getting it's actually a, to be. It's been a long time. We're, I, I would like to say we're getting better. I'm not sure. We're getting more people to listen. Well, but that's a good thing, right? Yeah, that but, is a know, good thing. I, I, yeah, I don't know if it's better or not, but we're, we're trying. <laughs> we're trying really hard. Uh, I did hear some good. They everybody really enjoyed. Not last week, but the week before. I, I haven't heard last from this stunk, last week. But the week before, was no, good. they just haven't got around the got around <laughs> the circuit yet. But uh, got around the circuit. Yeah, but, I, there's some people that binge listen. Yeah, they do. I, I don't know why people would want to binge listen to our voices. Well, but you know, you once know what you do. No, seriously, you know how it works. You start the podcast and it just keeps rolling. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know, yeah, you just yeah, let it yeah, keep rolling. So yeah. anyway, some of that. So I'm just calling on my wife Kelly to have the cake ready. And Kelly, one way or the start other, cooking it now. One way or the other, we're going to have that thing. So we, because we're going to be live on the, you know, on the air type stuff. So right. we got to have a real cake. We can't just act like we're eating a cake. And so. milk, definitely milk. You like milk with your cake? Yeah, but it's got to. It can't. It's got to be like real. It can't be the cheap dollar eighty nine stuff. It's got to be like the expensive Coburg <laughs> milk. <laughs> Agree. That's some good stuff. Man, that's killer. Anyway, eighteen dollars right. a gallon. <laughs> no, but it's worth it. <laughs> <laughs> my daughter says if you get organic milk at, at a large department store that is will remain nameless here the organic is really good Ar- so. organic milk at a large department store you, you know a lar- you know where they sell like all different JC things Penny? well jc penny <laughs> walmart sears and roebuck okay. all those things yeah 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 anyway okay sorry brother you're laughing at me too much <laughs> We are in the middle of gas shortage. We're recording this. Yes. Had to ride our bikes to work this morning because we're out of gas. I I have to walk with a cane and it was an ordeal. (laughs) It was an ordeal. Eighteen dollar a gallon of milk and a gas shortage, and walking to work with a cane, man. It's, it's been, we're already off to. We're two minutes and fifty seconds in, and we're we're, we're just killing it. Today. We're being tortured. We're being tortured. <laughs> anyway, um, just uh, remind you with all that great information you have now. Make sure that people listen to the podcast, and uh, when you finish listening, pass it on. It takes a minute. Hit the share button. Invite someone to listen. You can also post the link to Facebook, Twitter, and even text them. So, um, just get out there and, oh, I know another way, you know, when you post it, mm-hmm. it's on, they can actually just share. They just got to hit share. Hit the that's share all button. they have to do. Hit the share button. They don't even share have to say away. a word. Share away. Yeah, that's share right. away. Well, pastor is the resident old guy. Uh, I am, you know, I'm running. Glad you're finally uh, recognizing who you are. <laughs> I'm running in old guy circles. <laughs> uh, yeah, even that, they even got Scott I on know, that one. Right. You just make it too uh, easy today, Trey. Anyway. You know, but I'm hearing this. What are we going to do about this next generation? Mm, mm. And uh, I want to say that at Northwood, we're doing more than just asking the question. Yeah. We are really making it happen. Yeah, and, and for the resident old guy, you're pretty involved with the yeah. next generation, aren't you? Yeah, I do. I'm going to be preaching this Wednesday if anybody to wants to come here. Ministry, so, yeah. Yeah, so, you, so you really are, but you really are, seriously, which I think is great. You're really involved with our student ministry. and I was in student ministry for about 15 years of my life, too. So, I mean, this is not like. I was in student ministry for one year. 
Let's see one that, year. My that's, first, that's my first, my first ministry position was full time minister of students and worship. You know how those combo positions. They always the had to yeah, have yeah, them. Yeah. Yep. After a year in, my pastor came to me and said, "I don't think you're cut out for student ministry." <laughs> 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 I kid you not. Well, anyway, yeah, so he changed my job description, and that was it. I got fired. You literally got fired? Well, not fired. I mean, but you I, got fired from that. I, well, I got moved. Oh, you got moved. Okay, got moved. we'll take it. <laughs> it was not my thing, man. I love students. I just wasn't very good at, at being a student minister. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, here at this church, I can speak at our aftershock student ministry, and that's what we call it, aftershock student ministry. Um, the next generation is being molded to live for Christ in our world today mm-hmm. and, and building them for the future. And it's just been exciting to be a part of that. And I've been doing it even before I was on staff yeah. here, which has yeah. really, really been a lot of fun. So today we have our new assistant student minister with us. And Pastor Tommy's going to tell you a little bit more about him as you get to know something about him and the exciting student ministry here at Northwood. Yeah, yeah. So we're doing things a little bit different today. We usually take an issue, a topic, and kind of talk through it just to to encourage you and to help you connect faith to life. But we did. We've got a new staff member who's not really new. He's been at our church his entire life. Mm -hmm. Right? You have been here your entire life, haven't you, Cody? Yeah, pretty much. Okay, so he's been here his entire life. Now we have brought him on our staff. And I know, you know, a lot of people who listen, obviously, are part of our church. You're not part of our church. Hopefully, this is still an encouragement to you, kind of hear about what God's doing in the life of our church. But if you're part of our church, I mean, I know many of us in our church know Cody, mm-hmm. but we have so many new faces that many really don't know who Cody is. And just trying to introduce him to our people because, man, we are excited Amen. about our student ministry, about our kids' ministry. There's a lot of good things going on and a lot of things to give God praise for. And, you, you know, um, it really is interesting kind of the way that our student ministry has taken shape over mm-hmm. the last few years. So, so Cody is our assistant student minister. The The other guy, the other guy, right, is Jay. Jay is our student minister who's been on staff with us. Well, since I, I came here, we, he was doing the interim kind of filling in until the pastor came. And when I got here, I had to, I had the opportunity mm-hmm. of, of bringing someone on and I chose to uh, leave Jay in that position because he was doing such a good job. He was. Uh, and so, so, but he's not full-time on our staff. He's part-time, his full-time gig. Uh, well, no, there's no such thing as part-time ministry, no, right? There's not. But really he's, not. he's, we pay him part-time yeah. uh, and his full-time paying gig is he's a hospice chaplain, which is a very needed mm-hmm. ministry. And he, mm-hmm. he really does that well. And I know he's a blessing to many families through that. Uh, so, so, but he has, he's done a jam up job. And so it's been really interesting to, to watch the dynamic of mm-hmm. our student ministry over the past few years, because we've had Jay and, and Jay's nowhere near as old as you are, Trey. No, he's not. <laughs> But he is, he's a little bit older. He is. Right? He's, he's not your typical, what you would consider student minister age, right? He's not in his early 20s. He doesn't wear skinny jeans, all those things, right? Um, Cody doesn't wear Cody skinny doesn't wear jeans skinny, either. Which is, a, which is why we gave him the job. Yeah, exactly. So, we're excited so, about right, that We're excited part. about that. Um, but, but, but Jay has done a jam-up job. And then we had, you, you've been a big blessing over there. You've been a, involved in the student ministry, helping on Wednesday nights. And, and so, you know, we just, we about, uh, I don't know, I guess two years ago, we mm-hmm. brought Cody on staff in a part-time role. Mm-hmm. As our uh, student minister intern or student mm-hmm. ministry intern, mm-hmm. he started helping out on Wednesday nights and some other things. And and now that he graduated college, it was just kind of a natural fit mm-hmm. for him to come and continue to serve with us. He's going to seminary this fall and all those different things. And it's, to me, it's just a really cool story because from my perspective in the local church, in a lot of ways, this is how it should be. Amen. I agree. Uh, that, 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 you know, you see somebody who's got ministry potential and gifting and over the course of the years, you, you help him to grow in that. And, and then you give him opportunity along the way. And, and, and so, I mean, we didn't have to go out and look at resumes mm-hmm. to bring somebody on staff. He was already here serving hard, working hard. Mm-hmm. And, 
it's just a really cool story about how God has raised him up to to join our team and to work alongside of us. And and now we have someone, uh, I think, you know, the, the Jay and Cody combo working mm-hmm. together is really cool because we have that that experienced perspective that, that Jay brings after being in ministry for years and serving so faithfully. And then with Cody, we have uh, the youthfulness and the fresh ideas and all those things. So just bringing those two together, I think is a really good thing. And then you up there just kind of doing your thing with the students. And, That's right. And just I know we have, yeah, and we have other adults up there yeah. uh, that do an outstanding job as well. And so we, we really have a thriving student ministry thanks to the, the work that all of you guys yeah. are doing up there. And Trey, you're, you're a huge part of that as well. So it, I appreciate you giving your time up there. It's been amazing. Uh, I remember when Jay asked me to come be a part, and it was interesting. I was talking to him about his knee. He had just injured his knee play in one of the things they did, uh, some kind of football game. They were, what was that called? Chili Bowl? Yeah, the Chili the Bowl. The Chili Bowl. And, and he says, have you ever thought about working with youth ministry? I said, well, I used to be a youth minister. He said, why don't you come on up and just hang out with us and help with small groups and other things? I said, I'll do whatever you want me to yeah, do. Yeah, so yeah. I went up and, you know, there I was. But, uh, you and know. The students actually like both of you. They like yeah, you and Jay. It's amazing. It and is. Cody was, Cody was there. I mean, Cody was in that group, which yeah. is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, so that it's just been a, it's been a neat yeah, ride. It's really cool. It's so really been so a Cody ride. came through the student ministry mm-hmm. with Jay as a student minister. Mm-hmm. And then he started working with Jay and now he's full time working. I mean, it's just a really wild story. So Cody, why don't you talk to us, man? Tell us about just from your perspective, what's this been like to make this transition from growing up into this church now to be serving alongside of us in a ministry, minister position? Yeah, it's been so neat to, to come all the way through the program and then, never really leave. And people say like, man, how's it, how does it feel to be at the same church that you've grown up in? And, and for most people that doesn't work, Yeah. but I feel like our church has changed so much because of, uh, of, of pastor Sonny and him moving on and then, and then you coming in and mm-hmm. just, it really is a different, different vibe. I mean, we've been moving forward to the culture that we have now, but I mean, it's not the same church. And mm-hmm. so, so where I can say that, man, this is Northwood Baptist and it has always been, um, it is so cool to have all the pastors around me who've been pouring into yeah, me and who yeah. are, have been basically bringing new ideas with leadership and how we, we, we raise up students. And now we're trying to do that with, with the youth and yeah. all those things and all those ideas. It's been really cool to see that as I get into that full-time position. Yeah, yeah. So so tell us, because I, I know that you know we have students that might be thinking about this. We have college students, high school students, maybe some middle school students who are thinking about, you know what, maybe God is calling me to someday serve in ministry, whether it's vocationally as a pastor or a missionary, kind of help us understand what that was like for you experiencing that. Okay. I I know that ministry, full-time ministry is what I want to do. Yeah. So, uh, when I was seven years old, uh, I came to faith in Christ and I fully understood what that means. And mm. I believe that that was, I mean, when I was seven, pastor Sonny led me to the Lord. And I, I believe that was the day mm. that, uh, the Holy spirit came to, to live inside me. So, um, as I continued to grow and I remember when I was in second grade, uh, I led my friend Casey to Christ. Mm. Um, and that was really cool. I'd never experienced that. It's just the power of the Holy spirit that I had really no understanding of mm-hmm. just working in my life. And, and so God continued to, to just point me in that direction. And, and probably about middle school, I realized that God was calling me to ministry. Um, but I kind of ran from it. Uh, however, when, when talking about what it looks like for someone who does feel called one, don't run from it. Mm -hmm. Um, and two, run to people in the church Mm. to talk to. And if it was not for, for 
everyone in this room, if it was not for Pastor Jay, Pastor Ron, who was the youth pastor before that, mm-hmm. if it were not for all these people who not only just poured into me, but just encouraged me. And, and I mean, I think about just a year ago, let alone four years or 10 years ago, when I began to feel a call to ministry, I would be nowhere near where I am now if it was not for people pouring into me in kind of a mentoring or discipling role. Um, and again, going back to what you're talking about, the local church, building up and mm-hmm. raising up leaders. And right. That's exactly that's what, what, it's supposed what I to feel be. like. I mean, I, I'm so grateful. I, I could never express how thankful I am for all the people that have poured into me um, that God has used in my life to get me to where I am now. Yeah, yeah. So Cody's story is that he grew up in this church. And, and, and for him, he felt somewhere along the way, this calling to be in ministry and this church continued to pour in him and invest in him. So what we know is that, that, you know, not every child that comes to our church, every teenager that comes to our church, a college student that comes to our church will be called to vocational ministry, Mm -hmm. but we want every child, teenager, college student who comes to our church to leave our church one with a relationship with Jesus, Amen. right? That we we do our part to, to help people come to faith in Jesus Christ. But you know, secondly, that when somebody comes to our church, and maybe it's like Cody, comes through high school and then goes away to college or stays here through college, where the case may be, whenever their day comes that they leave Northwood and go to whatever God has for them, they can walk away from our church saying, you know what, this church invested in me. I was poured into as well. I am who I am because of the influence of local church. We want that to be really everybody's story. Amen. That's what it should look like. And so I'm I'm thankful for examples like this. I just think, you know, what I wish that story would reciprocate over and over again, where we, they would say, except for Jay pouring into my life and pastor Tommy and pastor Trey and, and other youths that came around me and helped me and supported me. Other parents and volunteers and, you know, then just the entire church through that process of deciding. Exactly. Right. That's, so it's not, I guess what I, I hear what you're saying, because it's not just if you're called to what we call full-time ministry positions, because uh, one of the most important positions is when you go out into the world as a businessman, a a nurse, as a doctor, whatever you go out and do, you need to be an influence for Christ wherever you are. And we want to, you know, our goal is to prepare them for that. So yeah, the whole Ephesians four model, right? Equipping the saints for the work of the ministry. Amen. That's right. So, okay. So now here you are, you are at Northwood, you are two weeks into full-time ministry at Northwood. Kind of tell us, you know, what you're most excited about with student ministry, what you kind of see taking place and maybe th- some plans that we have in the works. What what do you see being the heart of our student ministry going forward as you work with Jay? Yeah. So uh, first of all, I'm super excited to finally be done with, I guess, for the most part, school. I mean, I know I'm going to at seminary and stuff. for the summer. That's right. At least you're for the summer. That's right. All. Um, do you know, seminary is kind of hard. Yeah, I know it is. I know it is. Don't remind me. Amen. Uh, let me live in my ignorance for a little while. Um, oh man, you got some brother. Yeah, but here I am. Thank you. Here well, I am. I mean, I mean that nicest way. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you, true, you don't know. What's, you don't know what's coming for you in seminary. <laughs> you just don't. But it is different. Yeah. There is a different thing. I don't know how to explain it. It's different than college. But yeah. yeah. But it is It is nice to be full-time doing exactly what God has called me to do yeah. and, and having the time to do that. Yeah. I mean, as I was an intern here, there's a lot of things I, I envisioned, a lot of things that I wanted to do. I just didn't have the time mm-hmm. to really dedicate to it. But but man, we're rolling out things left and right. And there are a lot of fun things and, and really helpful things that I think will be integral to our student ministry to take us to the next level. And, and I think if there was one thing that I had to, to pinpoint as the one thing that we want to do well, first and foremost, it's, it's making disciples. Mm-hmm. But I think the way to make disciples is by raising up leaders who will go into a world and influence it, who mm-hmm. will go into a world and lead 
the world. Um, and, and the greatest thing we've done with that is this whole leadership pipeline, raising up student leaders who lead other students. And so the, the ways we've done that is we've created a few teams. We have a greet team, a game team. Um, we, we have uh, a worship team, a tech team. And, and all these teams are filled with team members that are all students. They're filled with team leaders who lead those teams who are all students. And there are ministry leaders who we have, we have a guy and a girl, and they are leading the the equip and make disciples portion of what we do at Aftershock. And every single one of those positions is, is manned by a student. Mm. So students leading students. Yeah. So essentially on Wednesday nights, I mean, everything's led by students at this point. I mean, I know that you and Jay and some others are doing the teaching part, but that's right. Pretty much everything else is being student led. Yeah. And and we have even some students who have even taken that step who feel to feel like they're called to full-time ministry who are beginning to teach, who are Mm -hmm. beginning to lead small groups. And and we have one who even led a a devotional, which was kind of like a mini sermon that we walked through and how do we, how do we preach a sermon? And he did that. And so, Mm -hmm. I mean, you could, you could say from everything from the event planning to just welcoming people, it's student, student run. Mm -hmm. That's so I, I do have a question and I, I'm, it's almost uh, sounds tongue in cheek, but it's not. And that is, so what do you do then? <laughs> right. Yeah. All the students, why, why are we paying you? No, seriously. I mean, how, <laughs> how, what, 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 uh, and I know the, I know the answer, but yeah, I want you to share what, what that has to do with you. You're right. So this has not always been this way. Um, the, the system of leadership that we've given for, for the students to jump in and to lead. Um, and, and we've pro- probably been in this process for about two to three years of installing this pipeline of leadership. And we've done this with our whole church. And I'm really just, I guess, just tagging along, trying to learn how to do it from you guys. Um, but, but how do we take what we're doing on a church wide level and move it to the student mm-hmm. ministry and make it work? So it's, it's the whole leadership pipeline that we're trying to work through to raise up leaders, not just, not just plug in somebody to use for a season, but actually develop them with leadership capabilities. So, I mean, that takes a lot of work on, on our end to figure out, okay, so how do we build out the criteria for a position or how do we make, uh, well, well, applications for kids to apply to that position? Or how do we go about saying, saying, uh, encouraging kids to, to join another team or, or to do other things? And so there's a lot of uh, work that has to be done on the front end before we even get to the point where students can serve. Mm-hmm. And, and I guess one of the biggest things that, that it w- was a struggle is, you know, the fact that here I am, 22 year old. I'm not sure exactly what's going on half the time. And so I'm trying to learn all these things for the first time, as well as trying to put leadership in, into aftershock. And so things are going really well. And I mean, we're, we're at the point now where we can finally say, man, students are really leading each other and it's great. Um, but man, we have a long way to go. But again, looking back two years ago, one year ago, we've come a long, long way. So what y'all doing really is y'all are leading, uh, these kids to be leaders. So, I mean, you still yeah, have, to have, equipping, have to have a lot of training, exactly. A lot of it's the equipping on. model that we're using. Yeah. yeah. And I think we're using it in but our that's church as the well. Entire church. Yeah. Cody, that, that, yeah. Like Cody said, just church wide, raising up people mm-hmm. who are able to do the work of the ministry. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And so, so, you know, uh, as pastors, we're shepherds mm-hmm. that, that we believe that God has given us responsibility over our people, uh, to shepherd them well, to care for them, disciple them, you know, all those kinds of things. But also, I mean, just, just the analogy of as pastors, we're also coaches, mm-hmm. right? That that um, we, we want to coach people well so that they can run the play, 
mm-hmm. so they can so they can do the work that God has called them to do. And so so yeah, I mean, I think I see myself, and I think you do, Trey, as well. And exactly, Cody, you know, as as pastor shepherds, but also kind of that role of coach as well, trying to encourage people to do that thing that God's called them to do, to live out their get out there and do it, do it. That's Amen. right. That's, That's right. right. So so Cody, what about um, you think about parents and uh, they're entrusting their teenagers to our student ministry. What, what do you want parents to know about what we're trying to accomplish at Northwood? What do you want to communicate to our parents? Yeah, so um, I'm, I'm so thankful for the parents that we have at this church who, who bring their kids to church. I mean, that, that is so awesome. So first and foremost, I just want to say thank you um, for doing what you do. I mean, I myself have parents who have poured into me and it brought me to this church and has been instrumental in where I'm at now. And so, so keep doing that. Um, but also recognize too that student ministry, that aftershock is not the number one tool that God is going to use to draw your son or your daughter to him. It's going to be you mm-hmm. as you are at home, as you are constantly uh, involved in the life of your child. I mean, you are the, the, the one who God has placed in that person's life mm-hmm. and in your child's mm-hmm. life to, to first and foremost, bring them to Christ. And mm-hmm. so while we are, I mean, we're, that's what we do. We're student ministry. This is what we do. This is what I am working every day to try to make better student ministry, Wednesday nights, Sunday mornings, all those things. But well, what about Tuesday nights and Tuesday mornings and Saturdays? Yeah, and, that's exactly right. And there's, I mean, there's so much more that goes on that, that student ministry can't touch. I mean, and so it's not I'm trying to figure out how to say this exactly, but I mean, it really is student ministry is kind of just a thing we, we shouldn't technically have to have. Yeah. But it, but it's something that we are working at, I mean, to do that benefits all the students that we have yeah. in our church. Yeah. Yeah. So the model of the discipleship obviously is, is it takes a local church, but the local church, you think about the family, the local church is equipping the parents mm-hmm. to do the work of the ministry in their home. Right. Uh, Got to keep in mind that, that the church is at home too, right? Mm-hmm. That, you know, followers of Jesus, wherever you are, you yeah. are the church. And so uh, what happens in your home uh, should be a reflection of what you're being equipped to do in the local church, mm-hmm. right? So, so you know, discipling your kids and, and teaching them to walk uh, by the Spirit and helping, helping them to grow in the fruit of the Spirit, all those things should be happening at the home. And now, uh, obviously, I mean, I know you know this, Trey, because you're a parent, I'm a parent, and Cody someday will be a parent. Uh, that happens imperfectly in the yeah. home. Uh, but that's what we're striving for. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I want my boys as they grow up to know that daddy took, um, um, you know, the responsibility of helping me become who I am today. I want, I want my kids to be able to say that someday. And so that, t- that puts a lot of responsibility on me. And so, so kind of thinking about student ministry or any of our ministries really, but especially our student ministries and our kids ministries, you know, what, what our student ministries and kids ministries should be doing is supporting uh, the work that parents are doing in the home, right? That yeah. that student ministry should be seen as a resource yeah. uh, for our parents to come alongside of them and to just give them that extra support in what they're already doing. And one thing I'm excited about, Cody is uh, taking it upon himself to start a newsletter that literally goes out and it's going to have parenting things in it. It's going to have uh, interesting articles that they can use to help their families and help their kids uh, grow. Uh, it's going to actually, we talked about some of the warning things, you know, how many suicides there are and what you watch out for in your own kid and things like that. That's all going to be tied into our, that's right. our newsletter that's going to the parents. It's designed to go to the parents. That's right. I mean, so, yeah, if you're in our church and you have a, a kid who is from the age of 11 to 18, you should be receiving a, a, a newsletter once a month that has a lot of hopefully helpful. Yeah 
insights to uh, to parenting and whatnot. Because one of the things, I mean, student ministry, we recognize that that is first and foremost what we're trying to do, but it's also family ministry. It is. It's also, how do we, again, like you said, how do we fill that support role to help? And that's what we are here to do, to, mm-hmm. to help. And so hopefully we are a resource that is communicating as working in tandem with you to help you do what God has called every one of us to do with our families. Yeah. And I think we, I mean, I think every church and I think our church, we just need to continue to work on that, right? Work Amen. on being this, this family centered church that we see our responsibility uh, as right. a church, as coming alongside families and helping them to do the work that God has called them to do. Right. I mean, it, it takes, it, it takes all of us, it but, does. But, but as, as parents, and I need this reminder myself as a parent, I, I cannot, I cannot depend on, I mean, because we're blessed, right? I mean, for, for my family, you know, my boys are growing up in, in Northwood, which is a wonderful church, and I'm th- thankful for uh, the, the small group teachers they've had. I mean, they've already been been blessed tremendously by being in this church. My kids also have the opportunity to go to private school. I mean, mm-hmm. we're just very blessed to be able to do that with our with our boys. And um, and so so they get, they get the church, and then they get a Christian school. So mm-hmm. they're getting Jesus. A lot. A lot. And they Praise have a God cr- for that. Christian home. Well, even. But I'm saying, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying they're getting Jesus a lot, but that doesn't mean I can let my guard no, down as a parent no. and, and depend on what they're getting at school or depend on what they're getting at the church. Those things are wonderful and very thankful, but they, they need to get it from daddy and from mommy as well, right? Mm-hmm. That, that in the day, as a parent, if you're a parent listening, you are always going to be the biggest influence that's right. uh, on the life of your child, your teenager, your college student, whatever the case may be. That's just the way that it works. And even, uh, Trey, I would say even as adults, right, mm. um, um, you know, uh, um, we would even say as adults that our parents are still a big influence on us. And and I realized the other, uh, I, was, I listened to my own son's podcast, and he says, as my dad used to say. As my dad used to say. Out of the blue, he'll yeah. say that, you know, and I'm going. Wow, <laughs> you know, the, See, they, they actually, really did that's listen. That's good to know because you know? I'm wondering if my kids listen half the time, but apparently <laughs> uh, someday I'll find out they actually yeah, do listen. Yeah, when they have bit. their own podcast, they they'll do that. <laughs> my boys with a podcast, that'll be uh, It can be happen, something. brother. Yeah, it can yeah, happen. Yeah, I guess so. Mm. Amen. Mm-mm. Well, uh, Cody, I, I do have one thing. Kind of, um, have there been any, and I hate to say success stories, but uh, on a spiritual level, have there been, has there been someone or, or maybe a, a several that uh, you've really seen a huge change or a huge influence as they've come and been a part of, of Aftershock? We'll call him John Doe. Yeah, we'll call him John, John Doe. Right, so or, or Sally. Sally Jane. Jane. Okay. Yeah, so we have a bunch <laughs> of a uh, John Doe and Sally Jane stories in uh, in aftershock, and uh, and what those look like are is like that kid I was talking about earlier, mm-hmm. who said, you know what, I feel God's calling me to to ministry, to full time ministry. Mm. Uh, a senior in high school who is, is saying, okay, I'm going to follow you, God. I'm going to trust you, and I'm going to go where you're calling me to go. And he did it. Mm-hmm. He stood up and and he presented a word and he presented the gospel in kind of a sermon form. And we worked through that. And that was such a huge win for him. I mean, I can remember, I, I can't actually remember exactly how my first sermon went, but I guarantee you it wasn't good. You know, mm-hmm. but, but him, he, he is seeking after the Lord. Yeah. He's going where God's called him to do, uh, go, go, call, going where God has called him to go. And, uh, and he did it and it was awesome. And there's also other students that are going into their high schools and who are sharing the gospel and with students at watch. the lunch table. Yes, mm-hmm. it's incredible to watch. And those kids who hear the gospel, they're, they're actually listening to what they're saying and they're coming to Aftershock. And they're bringing and so, their families. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. And so we, we've seen exponential growth with our Aftershock group, but it's not 
because anything I'm doing or it's not mm-hmm. because anything Pastor Jay is doing. It's because students are taking seriously Amen. the call to make disciples and they're doing it. And so I'm just blessed to be able to stand back here and to say, man, God, you are awesome. And it is awesome to be a part of some, yeah. what's going on yeah. after shop. That's really cool to hear those stories because that is not only happening in student ministry, it's happening in our church as a it whole. It certainly is. We, we um, baptized this past Sunday uh, two young ladies who came to faith in Christ, not through my preaching or your great guest services or, <laughs> but because there was a young lady in our church That's right. who, who formed a small group with some coworkers mm-hmm. and started investing in them. Uh, those two ladies start coming to our mm-hmm. church, but came to faith in Christ because of a young lady in our church taking her calling uh, to be on mission in her community very seriously. Right. And that's what we want to hear. We want to hear those kinds of stories. Yes, we want to see people come to this church. And, you know, I mean, I think all of us want on a Sunday morning to see people get saved because of what happened during the Sunday morning worship experience. And we want to see that. Mm-hmm. But, man, just think that. But that's really, you know, you think about what we're aiming for, people living on mission wherever they find themselves, right? Amen. And then uh, coming back to church on a Sunday, hey, I've, I led these people to Christ this past week. Let's baptize them. And that's, mm-hmm. that's really cool stuff. And then we want to see that multiplied. Uh, throughout the body of Christ here at Northwood, people living on mission every single day. So I'm glad to hear it's happening in student ministry, uh, in our uh, church as a whole. It's good, just good stuff. Well, whenever that happens, that's when you see the exponential growth. You know, you and Cody and I can go out and start winning people with the Lord, and I hope we and we need to continue to do that. But it, when the difference really starts to happen is when your people are out there. Doing Absolutely. It. And we're starting to Absolutely. see that, and it is just Absolutely. exciting to be a part. Yeah, good days are ahead of us. And I'm so thankful we got Cody on staff with us, and just to think how, how just uh, our staff is continuing to grow, how we have people like you, Trey. I know I pick on you a lot, and Stacy's probably going to. Stacy, I'm fine. Don't worry. He, he, yeah, she got on me a couple weeks ago because I, I called. I keep calling you old on the podcast, but it's because I love you so much. I am fine, man. That really so, doesn't bother you, me. You call me things too all the time, but I can't say. So anyway, <laughs> no, I do not. I'm kidding. I'm Come kidding. on. All right. <laughs> yeah. And so, but it's good. It's good to see, you know, we've got Trey who's got so many years of experience in ministry. We've got, you know, just to see how our staff has just becoming so diversified and experience and, sure and age. And I mean, it's just, it's just fun to be along for the ride. I'm, I'm glad to get to work with you guys every day. I'm glad to have Cody on board. Amen. Cody, great to have you. God bless you. Appreciate you your much. ministry. And it's been a joy to get to know you for the last five years. And uh, Pastor Tommy, why don't you close us out and get us ready for next week? All right. We hope that this has been helpful for you. I hope you've been encouraged by what you've heard, especially if you're part of our faith family. I hope you're excited about all that God's doing in the life of our church and the various ministries that he allows us to have here at Northwood. Hey, if this has been helpful, go ahead right now and hit that subscribe button so you can have new content delivered to your device every single week. If you don't mind, leave us a five-star review. That gives us That helps us get the word out about the podcast. And as always, we hope that today's episode has helped you connect faith to Thank you.